this thing is this thing on welcome everybody to the indie pod podcast i'm your host super joe pardo and this week i have an amazing guest who's been doing amazing things in the amazing world of fish no it'll get better i promise i promise it'll it'll definitely get better uh as soon as my camera decides to focus in on here uh yeah so i am super honored to uh to have this awesome guest join me today our brand color apparently is purple this week um so that's why it's it's purple under under us <sighs> let's see so uh we're gonna talk about a fun topic this week that were all about great promotional ideas that wind that wind that wand that wang wang oh my god i can't even talk that wound up failing flopping uh and and not going out the way that we had hoped and uh, i thought it'd be a fun topic so we could get some levity in the in the chat in the uh here in the in our indie pod uh facebook group and and just in the podcast in general because you know it's been a little hectic. Uh, it's been a couple of decades in just a couple of weeks, uh, as I would definitely think. So I want to uh, give a quick shout out to our sponsor for this episode, which is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is an easy and powerful way to start podcasting. They give you all the tools you need for a successful podcast, such as unlimited podcast hosting, podcast distribution, monetization options for podcasts of any size, and live stream podcasting capabilities. Sign up today at podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. A uh, couple of updates I want to talk about this week. I'll talk get into uh, some uh, icon updates and news going on with the world and the way things are going and our up impending conference in September. Uh, and the fact that we have a social media for podcasters conference going on next Saturday that is totally free happening right in the Indie Pod group uh, on Facebook. So if you go to indiepodcon.com slash group, you can join the conversation there leading up to the conference. We're still accepting speakers and we are looking for sponsors. So if you would like to sponsor the event, you absolutely can go uh, to indiepodcon.com slash virtual and click on the uh, sponsors kit button right there. Um, the sponsor kit start at or sponsors uh, sponsor packages start right at $75 for the event. So at this time, I need everybody in the IndiePod podcast group to give a big warm super clap in the chats for our guest this week clay groves everybody Woo! hey glad i'm here i'm i'm uh, making sure that i don't breathe too much on my microphone and get my computer sick today so oh, no yeah, viruses in my computer yeah absolutely that would not yeah. be that would not be good yeah, very uh bad. Clay, clay <laughs> why don't you give a quick uh synopsis of you and the fish nerds brand and and all of that uh yeah, I'm, I'm facebook sharing here all right let me uh let me take a chance here and clear my face out. All right. I'm Clay Groves, chief executive fish nerd, licensed fishing guide, uh, guide and everyone's best friend and host of the world famous best selling New York Times bestselling podcast, uh, the fish nerds podcast. And I'm super excited to be joining you. Joe, I met you, gosh, uh, when you first started out back in Boston 
years yeah. ago, there was an event going on uh, during Pride Week that Jared Easley put on before Podcast Moon was running, even. It was like way back in the day. And you drove up New Jersey promoting the first MapCon, MapCon event. And you were there. And there was a handful of other podcasters who I feel like we kind of grew up with. Like, I feel like our podcast grew up together to like, like in a lot of ways, like almost like we're podcast siblings. So I'm super excited to be here. Anyway, I make the fish nerds. I'm, I love making a podcast. I see, by the way, Harry Duran is watching us. So that's uh, nervous because he's like royalty. Oh, yeah. I know. Harry, how's it going? Um, about, Harry? <laughs> so, but I'm excited to be here. I've been making podcasts now for 250 plus episodes, uh, seven or eight years now into it. And I still have no idea what I'm doing, why I'm doing it uh, at all. And that, I love doing it um, a lot. Uh, maybe because my wife is tired of me talking so much and the pod world says, keep talking. So I'm like, I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> uh i'm still sharing uh out the <laughs> out, out the stuff and doing watch parties you know watch parties are apparently how you get a ton of viewership oh no you're oh wait oh because oh, oh oh i have it open that's why all of a sudden it's i was wondering i was like hearing you i'm like oh no why am i hearing you through my speakers that's not Cause, right because you're watching yourself watch the watch party joe i can see it you on have there. to do all of these things to make this go for <laughs> like and then then you have joe hello with facebook users so you need to go to streamyard.com slash facebook right the person saying hello his name is azuka zook and oh, what's yeah. up how, uh, I'm not seeing. I, I didn't see where that comment came. Well, from. that's because I have it open on my iPhone and I can see what's happening, even though you can't. So, um, so I'm watching. I'm watching it too. I, I'm gonna open it on my iPad. Yeah, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Hollifield's watching too from the oh, I Am Salt Lake podcast. Yeah, what's up, Chris? Yeah, I love that guy. Best beard in the business. Oh yeah, so oh, pretty. That's so pretty. Beard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I. So. Before we we jump in, right? Uh, oh yes, Azuka Zook. Uh, we so let's see. So I, I this week I was supposed to be announcing. I was supposed to be coming here live onto Facebook Live and announcing the speakers for uh, Icon Six in September 2020. Well, here we are. I'm uh, I'm actually not going to be doing that tonight, unfortunately. So if you are waiting for your submission, uh, it's it's still being worked out um we're still trying to figure out what we're gonna what we're gonna do um if you can <laughs> if i can host an event yeah. in person i don't i don't know if i will or won't uh we're kind of just taking it day by day and waiting and see uh i did however uh extend for anyone who didn't notice because in light of all this i did extend the oh that's the wrong screen but it looked uh, cool yeah right <laughs> I did extend the speaker submissions till the end of April 30th. Uh, so you have until the end of this month to get your speaker submissions in. So you just go to IndiePodCon.com slash apply and you yeah. can uh, apply to speak at the event. I'm hoping that it's in person. Uh, if it goes virtualized, it's okay. We're doing plenty of virtual events like the one that's scrolling down at the below you at IndiePodCon.com slash virtual. Can I just uh, say, Joe, like your yeah. virtual podcast conferences that you've been putting on like every other weekend for the last few weeks have been unfreaking believably good like the uh -oh. content the quality and of course the price uh free is good price but uh but it's it's good enough where it'd be worth paying for like it's really excellent stuff 
and you throw it together like in nothing, like in no time. And I've been to your MapCom events this is before you had the Indie Podcast Conference uh, as a speaker and had a great time. And people I've met there, I'm still friends with today. People like Nick Goldbrush, who's watching right now. Um, hey. go- yep. And he just wrapped up his 200 episode uh, podcast finally. He did. He yeah. Did. He was a hey. little short of that goal, yeah. but. I mean, close enough. I was on 78, I think, or 179, he said he got to. so Yeah, but if he counts all his mini episodes, he's well over the 200. He just doesn't count everything he does. Uh, but either way, he did a great – But you, it's a great conference. I'm not going this year because I am an at-risk person, so I cannot travel and, until they figure a cure for the COVID disease. Um, but a COVID disease. But uh, I plan on going next year if, if there's a if, – if, if there's treatments. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, that is, that is true. So we, we, we aren't really sure. Like, I I don't know. I think it's still too early. I think the, uh, like in perfect honesty, it'll probably be late May or sometime in June before I make a a final decision on whether or not there'll be an actual in-person event. And it's still, it might not be as big as we, as I had aspired to do this. It might not be your decision. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, well, that too, right? So it yeah. may not be my decision about whether or not it can be as big, right? Because they might be like, well, conferences are okay as long as it's under 50 people or under 100 people. I'm interested in doing it. I don't know if everyone's interested in getting together. Um, and at that point, like, I just have to make a call of whether or not we'll go virtual and we'll take the same uh, outline that we've used in in the in-person events uh, in September and and fit it into like Zoom calls and stuff like that. Uh, Is it still the- a uh, single track conference? Yes. Yes, yeah, which, and that means for those who don't know, it means it's it's one speaker after the next. We're all in the same room together. We all get to experience the same stuff, and it's fantastic. Uh, it's such a great conference. Like I, I love like the big conferences, like uh, what's that big podcast movement? But yeah. th- something more tight, more family, and more real personal about what you do, Joe. So it's nice. Thank you. Yeah. I I like to think that it, that it, you know it has my. Uh, you know, imprint on it. And that's, that's how I like to, to lead from that, from that perspective of, of bringing people together. And you get out. to go to New Jersey. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> Philadelphia is <laughs> hey, a great place. I don't want anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I absolutely love my city. Uh, I'm glad. I'm uh, not enough to start a podcast around it, but I do, I do, I do love it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh who's that that says jumped in and said hi joe uh michael wolf michael wolf oh hey michael wolf how are you i'm not even seeing it in the it, it, like i'm trying to see it here on the ipad mm-hmm. and i'm not I can't even see it because it's all bright but it, it's not even showing me there either I'll help oh, you out. it's it's a shame i appreciate it. that's why you need a good co-pilot uh <laughs> in, in podcasting and in fishing mm-hmm. so let's let's talk about uh let's let's talk about some promotional ideas that didn't that didn't work out for you i i only can think of one uh but it wasn't a spectacular fail or anything it's just nobody cared <laughs> so so well that's a no no one caring about a thing you're doing is what we the business called failing and it happens all the time so i've been doing this for Corona con where all the cool kids yeah. hang out. That's what we're doing it for, right? Like, yeah. 
<laughs> but we but we all fail all the time, and that's how we learn. I'm going to say my first fails have been things I spent the most money on. So when you first start podcasting, you realize the the hardest, most painful lesson we all learn is that nobody listens to our show. Like that's the number one lesson you're going to learn when you put your first like 20 episodes out, and you realize. 15 people have downloaded your show. Oh, I hate your new toy show. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got sound effects now for all oh. my life. How great is that? It's so good. Uh, and so and so the first thing you do is you, you put your, you know, you do social media stuff. Um, logo embroidered fish band as Brent, you like this? I have, I should have got mine. Oh, yeah. mine is oh. It's up. I knew where it was when my office was downstairs. I think I know where it is now, but it would take a little bit to dig it out. That's okay. You might need it for public uh, access to get out to the community. Yeah. I'm, I'm very well branded. By the way, this is, we'll talk, I'm also talking about this right now. So these are from a company called Hoorag. And I thought I'd make these things and I'd make dozens of dollars. <laughs> the unit cost on these bandanas is $10 a piece, Joe. Whoa. I know because it has my logo on it. It looks great. It's breathable fabric. Keeps me getting sunburned. All that stuff. And, and next thing you know, I'm out. I needed 50 of them. I put them as a Patreon promotion and I'm out 500 bucks. I don't make 500 bucks on Patreon. <laughs> like, what am I? Why am I doing that? Um, of Patreon, you should totally subscribe to Patreon. Uh, you get cool stickers. Yeah. Oh. And uh, oh, so I learned, by the way, to this is off topic, but what I learned on Patreon is start giving away things that are free as opposed to, to swag and hats and all that stuff because you're know, sp spending up all your income on swag. But now I give away ringtones to my show and in, in decals, which are relatively inexpensive. Uh, but my first big fails, Joe, were spending money on social media promotions. <laughs> Brent says right now you can probably turn a profit. Uh, not sure you could sleep at night though. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, you know, the trick. I, I I'm sold out of swag this year for the first time ever. I actually Woo! sold. I know it's been eight years of selling it, and this year everyone wants it, and I don't have any left. And my I only order locally. I get everything local, and all my shops are closed. <laughs> so. <laughs> Hey, but it sets you up for for the future. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, the scarcity. Will, well, yeah, will go up, and then you be like, "Oh, remember that 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 ten dollar uh, the ten dollar bandana? Now it's like forty dollars." I yeah, I know. Uh, someday, because <laughs> I got my own breathe marks in it. So anyway, my first big fails, Joe, are spending money on social media, trying to boost posts, spending money on advertising on social media, especially Facebook. I will yeah. never give Facebook another dollar. And I, I spent a lot of time on like the podcasting groups and every other day someone posts, you know, how do I, uh, how do I boost an ad or how do I do an ad on Facebook to make, to get more downloads to my show? And everyone gives all kinds of advice. And I always say, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I've never seen one example where someone spent 30 bucks on a Facebook ad campaign and got more downloads for their show. You get likes and likes don't, I have 14,000 people who liked my Facebook page and I don't get 14,000 downloads from my podcast. Like it just doesn't translate. In fact, when you get more likes on Facebook, they suppress everything you do unless you pay them. So I hit 14,000 on my Facebook page. And when I put a posting out, maybe 12 or 13 people who voluntarily hit the like button, see what I post on a good day, <laughs> 12 or 13 yeah. people. 
Yeah, I agree, Tim. Publish great content and be patient. Yeah, no, Tim is a uh, is a big big podcast listener for the Fish Nerds. He's very active in my podcast group. Now, the podcast group grew out of a failed podcast page. You think fourteen thousand uh, likes on Facebook would be a win? But really, 900 people in a group is a bigger win uh, because it's 900 engaged people. Tim is one of those people in my group, very engaged uh, and really, really uh, gets involved there. Brent is right. It doesn't make sense to pay for an audience you've already earned. It, uh, it's bizarre. And uh, Facebook, in that sense, is hard. But, I mean, that, they give us a free platform. That's their business model. Is make, we're, we're not their customers. We're their product. And so they're trying to sell us uh, to other people. So anyway, I, I don't give any social media money anymore. And I am quick to tell everyone to stop spending money on social media. But no one listens to me. So I, I have a, like I have a, a, a mixed relationship with that, right? Yeah. Um, because I, I feel like Facebook got it wrong for so long. Yes. And so hard for so long that like i felt really slighted about like i'm like i've spent thousands of dollars in facebook with very little to show for it same very 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 little um and and i feel like recently though i feel like in like in the last six months a lot of my friends who i you know do do facebook ads for their businesses have actually seemed to see a lot of increase in their business because of facebook ads so let me ask you this so business something out like well, facebook, i think that is not I, that I, let me interrupt you for a second i think it depends what your business is if your business is getting listeners for a podcast that's my business i want people to see that logo and push the subscribe button and listen to my show because i make a damn good show i work really hard at it um and i want that if and if I'm selling something, like if I have a product to sell, I'm selling hats or t-shirts, something like that, that's a whole different game for than than selling subscribe to my free show. Um, and and I think that it's a different audience and it hits people differently. And people are used to being sold stuff or services, and they're not necessarily used to being sold, hey, listen to my free podcast. They're, but they hit the like button for sure. Well, uh, yeah, no, I, and I and I wonder if that might be coming to a change. Um, yeah. Looking at how, like Trevor Noah, for example, has been showing up in my feed a lot from mm-hmm. Comedy, you know, Comedy Central, yeah. the Daily Show, promoting, you know, his interviews and stuff like that, and like all of a sudden, it's like he's promoting like a fifteen or twenty minute interview, which of one I I actually watched, yeah. uh, one of them. So I I wonder if. If they're actually getting any kind of like just because you're getting the view, like we all know Facebook views are kind of BS to a certain extent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and well, at least I do. <laughs> I, I that's my my opinion. They uh, are, you know, they're they're over extenuated. Um, right. And on top of that, you know, how many people are just like hitting the like button because they're like, oh, Trevor, no, I know that show, yeah. like that show, I love it. Click and then move on. Um. Like how much are the, I wonder what kind of like real difference that's making to them. But I mean, they well, keep spending the money, but they also have a budget to spend. So, so let me help you with that. Cause I have a friend who lives in Brooklyn and he does okay. his living and he affords to live in Brooklyn by doing this is social media marketing. It's what okay. he does. And he works with companies like AT&T and all the really big, like multi million billion dollar corporations. They spend tens of thousands of dollars 
on Facebook ads and they get what they want out of them. As a regular podcaster, if we can spend $40, we're spending a lot of money for ourselves. So Facebook doesn't care, Joe, about you. They don't like you. They like AT&T. They like IBM or whatever the big companies are these days. I have no idea. I'm, I'm old. But you're 30 bucks. Who cares? You drop $10,000 on advertising, you're going to reach your audience. You know, it's, it's, a, different, it's a different money drop. Um, by the way, Tim just posted the only uh, marketing vehicle over which you have total control is email. Which is only partially true because yeah. there are so many people that have 20,000 emails in their inbox mm -hmm. and easily will miss yours. Yeah. It's, I didn't realize my email list joke. I have not been paying attention to it. I've not been even looking at it. It's uh, about 5,000 people now and I have done nothing. Yeah. My email list. And I, and I didn't realize I was spending $75 a month on MailChimp. So, uh, so <laughs> no idea why I do it. So here, yeah, so that's a great question because I have been trying to justify the idea of, of paying for MailChimp because I have two accounts on MailChimp, one for IndiePodcon and one for Super Joe Pardo. And it would be so much easier to have just one account, but mm -hmm. I'm not willing to give up 50 bucks a month to do that. Like when I, when two accounts is doing it just fine. Should I split my list? Uh, if you, do you have a way to split the list? That makes sense. I can download it as a PDF and as a, I mean, as a Excel spread and just split it alphabetically and just do two emails a month. I mean, I'm I at mean, $75 a month for email marketing right now. And how many and is on your list? 5,000. Yeah. I mean, I would, yeah. I would, I would, I mean, well, it's a max of 2000. So you would have 4,000. So you'd still be a thousand short. Now, have you cleaned out your unsubscribe list lately? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, okay. I had to. Um, okay, so Drew, Drew disagree. I disagree. Views over is uh, greater than custom audience, greater than indoctrination. I don't know what that means. I don't understand what that. I'm glad I'm not a high five. <laughs> high five, because I am. Oh, that wrong way. Other way. Other way. <laughs> Drew, I, I understand it hang on, Drew. Can you extend a clarification on that? I don't know what you mean. Please extend. Please extend yeah. the clarification. Um, let's see. Oh, Nick, Nick says he's, this is the best guys. I'm painting a restaurant and listening to you two guys. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're getting to do some work. Uh, put, you know, put it, put the work in uh, on your business, man. And, uh, and paint. By the way, for people who don't know who Nick is, Nick, Nick is the prettiest man I've ever seen. He is so damn good looking. <laughs> like every time I meet him, I've met him in person a number of times. I just, as I'm talking to him, I just like, I can't even talk to him. He's so good looking. That's how pretty he is, man. You just want to him uh, no <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nick, he totally wants to you no i just want to give him a hug that's all i'm sorry i i, I want to give him a hug to every time i i don't get to see i live around the corner from the guy and uh, i don't see him very uh as often as i should and and uh nick says he's always flattered clay yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't see but, him on the feed here all right so no, brent says if you're not sending emails I'm uh, not sure there's a downside to splitting them. I know I Brent I should do is rethink my whole marketing plan and start doing regular emails and actually using that list in a way that's more effective. Tomorrow I'm meeting with one of my uh one of my compatriots, the crappy hippie, and he he has some ideas on how to use my uh <laughs> my email list a little bit. The crappy hippie is one of my uh correspond fish nerds correspondents. He's from eastern Kansas and he talks about fishing. <laughs> yeah, so I, I would definitely not be paying seventy five dollars a month. Um, no, it hurts. 
Yeah, no, it hurts me to hear you like say that. And oh, Nick says uh, he'll hold your hand, and then he sees me all the time. But I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't. I want real face. I mean, I can't really have FaceTime now with him, but I definitely uh, want more FaceTime. So to finish off that that theory, though, like um, what I was saying was, is you can go through and look at how many people are actually unsubscribed to your email, like to the list itself, mm -hmm. because you might have seven thousand contacts or five thousand. We said five thousand contacts. Yep. But that, but that doesn't mean all five thousand are subscribed. So oh. there's a way to go, and I did it once, and I and I was trying to do it again just like a week or so ago, and I couldn't figure it out. But there's a way to go about deleting the unsubscribed email. So then you might really only have like four thousand or forty five hundred or whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the odds of you having all five thousand are low. Right. Like, 4,900 or something. So at least if you get that lop off that extra, then you set up a, you spin up a second account and then, you know, save yourself five, 75 bucks a month. I mean, unless, I mean, especially if you're not really using it right now, um, at the worst case scenario, just export it, figure out your game plan, cancel the plan and then start it up again. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brent says, or even just download them back up to. That's what you just said. Yeah. And then clean. Yo, that's how I did it. I had yeah. to download them onto the spreadsheet, clean off the list, all, like sort it, clean it, and then re-upload it. And then I was able to do it because they don't let you do that in in MailChimp that I could see, at least from the free account. They, I couldn't do that. Uh, Tim uh, says Mailer Lite is $50 a month for up to 10000 That's a pretty good deal. Um, Compared to what I'm spending now, I'm in. I'll take a look at it. <laughs> yeah, that's that because like that's one of the things is like I look at my list and I'm like, okay, so I have I don't know like just shy of three thousand. I'm like, is this really worth getting up to fifty bucks a month for? Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, and then going back to Drew, Drew's like totally covering our faces at this. I point. know he's like yelling at the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook views of videos. If you get views and target those views to your ideal audience, those that watch and consume can be added to a custom audience. Leveraging ads can help facilitate the indoctrination of an ideal audience to consume more of your content. You are absolutely right, Drew. I, I totally agree. But yeah. it takes money to do that. It's not like a, you know, oh, I spent 50 bucks and like I reached all the peoples and I got every, like I, you are I, probably talking about a couple hundred bucks at least. Joe, I, Joe, I just want to reach the people who hit the like button. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like people yeah. said, people yeah. said, I want to see what the fishers are doing. Hit this button. I want to reach them. And there's no way to reach those people. Well, you can't spending thousands of dollars. Notification button now, like on, on YouTube where it's like hit yeah. the notification bell. Um, uh, yeah. Isn't that, I thought there was a notification, like to add things to your notifications. Know. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure either, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, Brent says, yeah, but why pay for to store addresses? Not worth it if you aren't sending anything. Absolutely true. Podcasters get nickel and dimed to death. They absolutely do. That's why Brent Basham at podit.net does not charge podcasters to use their service. You should totally go to podit.net, P-O-D-D-I-T.net. I'm not being paid to say that. And Drew says, invite them to your group. That's a great That's point. That's the best way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You get way more market penetration, but there's still the gatekeeper that you're not paying for, and they could turn it off at any time. Not yeah. turn it off, but like gate. You know, modify, modify yeah. the. Uh, they're, but, but they're right. The fun thing about a group, and you know this, Drew, is your group gets its own personality. It doesn't even need you. Like my group, without me, if if I'm like this week, I've been very very busy. People like Tim Beater in my group, and they make stuff happen all by without me. I don't have to be there. 
like the group has its own life and that's like the really the 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 I, I think the best group you can have is it just does stuff and once in a while you go in and go hey my group's all got its own community it's all <laughs> friends doing their things all right so we did social media that's a big fail for me have you ever done a um like a hashtag challenge or anything because i i did one very early on in my podcasting career and it's just <laughs> nowhere no <laughs> i was trying to give away an ipad too and like nobody wanted an ipad apparently <laughs> oh well well so my other i'm gonna do one more quick facebook thing that we tried i got uh about <laughs> tim says fish nerds unite so i'm with you i i got together with 25 new england fishing companies on a social media the plan was to blow social media up and all get tons of new page visits and likes and give away about three thousand dollars worth of prizes and we spent tons of money in prizes and facebook ads and all that and all of us were promoting like crazy we had 20 entries and we were in probably all total all businesses total value about four thousand dollars and we had 20 entries and that's when i realized facebook hates us because we're not multi-million dollar companies and i am done with them so that's my attitude on on facebook <laughs> as far as marketing and all that do you think it's the niche is is our pictures just not into facebook no god there are fishing groups on facebook that are incredibly active uh ice fishing pages are huge in in uh in the fishing world and uh and it's like people love looking at pictures of fish and all that there's tons of those around so they're they're everywhere it's not the niche it's facebook we're not spending enough money on facebook to make it worth it to us as far as i'm concerned but i think we've beaten that horse i want to talk about other fails because i don't know how much time you got joe but i well, fail all the time 30 minutes left but i do want to real quick jump in and tell people about uh this weekend that we are going to have 20 plus speakers uh, talking about social media promotion for podcasters, which is kind of what we're talking about right now, but we're talking about the fails. Uh, oh, we, they, they can show us how to win. Yes, I hope. I sure hope so, because I'll be taking <laughs> notes for sure. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm time failing at the, at uh, Joe, I'm so beaten down by social media fails that I, I, I think I need to attend this conference and un <laughs> unfail myself and get a better attitude, because I hate it. I get so mad at it. I, you know, I, I do too. And it comes in phases too for me. Like, uh, you know, I go through a love hate relationship with, uh, well, let me rephrase. I love social media. I just hate that. I can't figure the marketing out on social media. <laughs> and it, you know what? It's always so funny. You see these things that are like the stupidest things and they get so many shares. And then it's like, you do this cool thing and you're like, can please, people please share this? Like you get all the comments, but no one's hitting the share button. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I share the dumbest things all the time. And you, you know the person who created it, yeah. but you're not hitting the share button. I had to like go Joe, and every single person hit that share button. Joe, if you bake, a, you, bake, you bake a nice looking loaf of bread, people are going to share it. There's no effort in making bread. It's easy. You work really hard on making a conference and no one hits the share button. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, I no, I hear you. I agree. Uh it it does it does. So you can join us. Uh it'll be from eight AM until five or nine AM uh till five PM Eastern on April twenty fifth. There's gonna be about twenty speakers. Uh, you're not speaking, Clay? No, but I'm gonna attend. <laughs> you're gonna attend. All right, well, I'm looking yeah. forward to the comments, man. Yeah, I'll um, have a lot. <laughs> and the great thing is it's totally free. All you have to do 
is go and join our Facebook community, the Indie Pod, uh, Indie Podcasters, uh, Independent Podcasters Group. That's mm. that's all you got to do. That's all you yeah. got to do. Join there. It'll be watch, or you can watch it right here on the page for free. It'll be streaming on YouTube as well on my uh, Super Joe Pardo page. So Super Joe up, Pardo, join us and have a great time. There's a one problem though. That's opening day for trout season. Oh, is it? Yeah, so you didn't consider that when you scheduled this, so that's a really? fail. I just yeah. picked Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, it's Saturday, and it's not next Saturday because I need a weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's jump. Let's jump back into uh, into where we were here. You you, you want to stop beating the dead fish? Well, that dead fish, yeah. It's, it look. So, and by the way, I am open to being wrong about social media. So, if someone you know, happens to be a guru and they're on Facebook and they want to show me some cool stuff. I'm in, but, uh, it's a hard sell for me. So you have to really know what you're talking about. Cause I've tried almost everything I've heard people say, Oh, you know, target your audience differently or select your age group or do all these things. I've done all that garbage. I still won't give Facebook money. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> I love them, but I won't give them my money. <laughs> so all my entertainment in the plan is on Facebook. So can I have control of the screen for a second? Yeah, share your screen. Share my screen. All right. So, and make sure you click the share audio button. You got it. It didn't come up. Oh, here it is. Uh, share audio and Chrome tab. Because you know, if you're doing it wrong, you're getting a sad trombone. Oh, I hope I get it. All right. <laughs> so, what uh, I'm going to share? Can Can you hear me? Hear yep, you got it right. Go ahead. All right. What I'm going to share now. So I, a few years ago, I worked really hard on trying to get the fish nerds to advertise on radio. And so what I did was I, I, I met with the radio station and I chatted with uh, the owner of a local bait shop and we produced a series of videos called, I'm sorry, videos. This is audio, not video. Um, I put them on video to put them on YouTube, but of audio to play on the radio. And I thought if I can get on radio, I'll get thousands of new listeners to my show. So I'm going to play one for you now. Get you tell me what you think about it, and I'll tell you how it did for us. Okay. All right. All right. This nerd minute about fish, fishing, and eating fish. I'm Dave, and I'm Clay. And we're brought to you today by Andy's Bait and Tackle. <laughs> now, Clay, what do you think of when you hear the word minnow? I think about tiny bait fish. <laughs> They're not all tiny. New Hampshire's largest native minnow, the fall fish. Its state record is three pounds, eight ounces. Wow. And during the spring, this fall fish goes through an amazing transformation. The males turn purple and pink and grow horns all over their heads. <laughs> fall fish can be caught by almost any technique. We actually catch them while we're usually fishing for trout. But they will take flies, chase spinnerbaits, and they put up a decent fight for their size. Right. And most people in New Hampshire have caught fall fish, but nobody knows their names. A lot of people think these fall fish are trout. And not many people agree, but they're great to eat. We love to have them in fish cakes for our favorite falafel fall fish. For more Fish Nerd fun, check out Fish Nerds podcast on iTunes or fishnerds.com. When you th All right. So that was our our ad that we ran. And we ran about we made about 10 of those uh, on uh, and played them all on the radio. I'm going to stop the screen share here so I can come back to you. I just hit stop button. Uh, I can, yeah, well, yeah. yeah okay. So, so we made about ten of those, and they aired for about two and a half years. And we had everything from like how to ice fish, what a fall fish is, what a trout is, and they were fun and interesting. 
Joe, guess how many new podcast listeners we got out of that that we could measure? <sighs> Three. We couldn't measure any. There was no measurable change. <laughs> Radio, it's it's not what's for dinner. Well, it's funny because everyone was hearing it. Now, my community, that radio station is like the community station. Everyone listens to that station. Uh, it happens to be a station I just got fired from, by the way, incidentally. You can want want me on that one if you want. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Only because no one's buying ads on them either because it's you know all supported by restaurants and bars, which are all closed right now. So so that those aired for several years. No measurable impact. But... In the community, I'd be chatting with people, and I would say, <clears throat> "I make this podcast called The Fisters," and they go, "Yeah, I heard it." And I went, and "I go, really? You heard my podcast?" Well, no, I heard you think about the fall fish, or you think about the ice fishing, or you think about this. They heard the advertisement, but they never once went to fishnerds.com, push the play button. So that was a lot of effort, and the big fail on that is. We got a sponsor to pay the radio station to air our ad, but never there's Lou, and we but never got the advertising money spent on our podcast. So we worked really hard for everybody else. So be, because I'm a genius, Joe, because I'm so smart, I went to the TV next, and I did the exact same thing. I sold them. <laughs> I sold them the Fish Nerds Minute. I got a sponsor for the Fisher Admit. It was exactly the same ads, but done with video. And being on TV, Joe, I thought, all right, radio didn't work. TV, that's going to work. How do you think we did there? Uh, uh, no measurable difference. Exactly the same thing. <laughs> so, yeah. This is, this is trombone's getting worn out. Incidentally, Joe, they're still airing. Now we're five years, four years out from when we first made those. And if you put on White Mountains TV up here, they will still be playing. So uh, we're still on. You still hear our voices and see our faces, uh, but uh, it doesn't help us, Lou. <laughs> I agree. No way. <laughs> A genius wouldn't keep doing it. Uh -oh. <laughs> no, Brent, no, 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 never. No. Brent, Brent he just got it today. Give the guy a break. No, I gotta get some more clips uh to to, to pop in there so I have a little more diversity. Um yeah, yeah so uh, so yeah, but you've had you've had more success in, in getting the like the 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 newspapers article, you know, newspaper articles written about you and stuff like that, where you've had more <laughs> measurable success, right? Yeah, so well, so I I've been in every paper in New Hampshire as well as the Boston Globe, uh, and New York Times, and the only measurable outcome I've had is a full page travel article in the New York Times. That's the only bump I've ever seen. So Boston Globe, no movement. Union Leader, which is New Hampshire's biggest paper, no movement. Uh, all the small papers in the state, no movement. Writing for magazines and newspapers, nothing. So you you have to reach about, I think they did the math on this, 6 million people to get 100 new listeners. That's the math I did. That's no, podcast math. Just like people don't have the, like, they're not taking, like, the action step? Yeah, there's no action. Like, they they're, don't, they're watching TV. So, like, I, I mean, but people are watching with the second screen now. Like, 
It's not. Well, how hard is it to remember fish and nerds? I, I, you know, it's the easiest name in podcasting. You know, it's. I don't understand it, but I, I, and, but there, but the, with the New York Times, there has been measurable outcome. Joe, we were ma- being regular. So I'll do one more fail here. Oh, so Tim Westno did New York Times article increase subs. We can't measure subs, but we can measure downloads. And yes, we got a few hundred new people. Uh, in fact, right now, where people are stopping their podcast listening, you're noticing across the board, podcast downloads are are down. Uh, our show is remaining steady, which means I think we're losing people but gaining people at the same time because we don't match the trend. We're, we're either keeping our, our regular listeners are still, still with us or we're losing people and gaining people at the same time. Uh, but it's really hard to tell. I got a question for you. For sure. you have you, and I'm sure, and I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure you're going to say yes to this. Mm-hmm. Have you gone to like any fishing co- like conventions and like, Oh, Joe. Yeah, Joe. I used to do these. So for years I would uh, you see my sign behind me here. Yes. I, w- I would stand in front of that. I have two of those at a table and I record live podcast at fishing conferences for, I would spend three days standing in front of it or walking the showroom floor, asking questions, recording podcasts. And we did gain listeners doing that. In fact, we got to number one on iTunes or Apple Podcasts a few years ago. Uh, but I would give away the, my Fish Nerds decals. And as you have, you have one. I would give away those decals. The only way you can get them for free would be to hold your phone up and show me that you subscribe to the podcast. And we got to number one on Apple Podcasts, beating out Orvis and FLW and all the big money names in podcasting by doing that. And I think that's the best way to grow our audience is that one-on-one show me on your phone that you're subscribing. And unfortunately, when you're a print media, you can't, uh, you can't do that. And Brent to catch them where they're listening. And uh, that's the truth. You know, the best, our, our best promos have been on other podcasts, uh, mm. getting, getting our partner with other people, getting on their shows, because you already are reaching an audience of podcast listeners. In fact, I'm going to talk about uh, NPR right now. So we worked really hard to get invited onto Boston Public Radio. We, Boston Public Radio does, uh, it's all politics all the time. It's all they do. But we thought they needed to talk about fish more. And so we worked really hard to get on Boston Public Radio. We went down there. We had a great time. Uh, we invited them to come fishing. We took these two political court. Uh, uh, reporters ice fishing with us and then in 2016 uh we got to go to um to manchester new hampshire during the uh primaries and we actually got on their show after joe biden so it was joe biden then the fish nerds and then um you know bernie sanders or some other political person at the time and uh, let me let me get the screen. I'll play a part of that interview for you right now. And we'll talk about how that impacted our listeners. If you want to hear that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. So let's see. And hey, Jenny, uh, how you doing? Uh, Jenny, I love her. All right. Share screen. Yeah. I'm almost good at this. All right. And so. We got to go on Boston Public Radio, and this is the Jim and Marguerite Egan, and they do a political show, and they almost only talk up. It's a political show about politics, but they, for like three years, they, the fish nerds were their people. Let's see if it works. Remember, Joe Biden was on right before us. 
Welcome back to Boston Public Radio. If you haven't figured out, it's the band Fish. It's time for a Friday news quiz. We were offered Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. We said, forget about it. Here with us in the Radisson lobby for their annual appearance are New Hampshire's own Clay Groves and Dave Kellum. You know them, I hope you do, as the host of the Fish Nerds podcast. Next week, the New Hampshire primary marks its 100th birthday. And next Monday, more importantly, the Fish Nerds will release their 100th show. Guys, it is great to see you, Dave and Clay. Oh, hooray! Thank you. Yeah, yeah we're very, we're very thrilled to be to, <laughs> that you guys uh, took, took the time to come up here and visit us. No, one of us is really thrilled. No, we really are. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We really, so, really are. So, before we find out exactly what the Fish Nerds are and what you guys do. Mm-hmm. We should point out that we did go fishing uh, with you. Ice fishing. Uh, ice fishing. Yep. Was it last year or the year before? The year before. Almost two year years. Before. Yeah. Okay, it was almost two years. Seems like yesterday. And you know, we, we bundled up, and it was it was cold, and the ice was frozen. Where were we? What, what lake were we on? What was that? It was Big Country Pond. No, Big Island Pond. Big, Island. Big Island Pond. Yeah. And uh, you had the little the little fish fishing hut out there in the Shanty. middle of the, yeah. uh, middle of the, the pond. Bob House, we call it. Bob House. <laughs> and I walked out there with you guys. Uh-huh. Um, but don't, Jim, don't of course, Jim, of course, Jim, of course, unsteady on his feet. He had to, what was he on a toboggan or a sled? Or how'd you get me out to the bucket? Bob House? Let's get by this. How did you get me out there, please? We put you in a jet sled and pulled you behind a snowmobile. What's wrong? All right, I'm gonna stop it there. You get the idea. So, we got to go on Boston Public Radio, and that was like our fifth appearance on Boston Public Radio, which was kind of a big deal for us, especially considering that they were doing like at the Radisson where, where that was filmed. They were doing, like, they were there, CNN was there, MSNBC was there, Fox News was there, Comedy Central was there, because every political person in the planet was coming through that, and for some reason, they thought it was a good idea to have fish nerds in during their political season, and we thought, all right, our fifth visit in, we were hitting out of the park, we were funny, we were interesting, we made them eat some weird fish uh, while we were there, and we were going to get thousands of listeners and make a million dollars on our podcast. And Joe, guess what the results were? I'm going to get the size from bone ready. Uh, I'm going to say zero. Zero. Yeah. Not to mention 10 public appearances on 10 appearances on on New Hampshire public radio. And, and, and wait a minute, you got to listen to this. This is, I'm going to, we got to sell advertising, not advertising, sell stories to them too. Like we said, you know what you need? You need stories about the about fish written by the fish nerds. And we even got to do that, which we thought, man, we have hit the big time now. So take a listen to this. Uh, <laughs> That's screen again. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep doing this. Stop it. You just like click, like I, I can just click on the button to like take it. Joe, down. I'm in charge now. All right, go ahead. Listen to the quality of this news story. The sounds of fishermen in Stratum using a chainsaw to remove their smelt fishing shacks from the frozen Squamscott River. Chris Babineau from Raymond. Professional. I mean, we sound like news guys. We've had, we've had the ice, but we haven't caught any smelt. You'll be lucky to get one smelt within four hour period. This is grim because as recently as 2011, fishermen could jig up more than 100 smelt a night. You'd measure them in buckets rather than numbers. Around the shanties, you will hear plenty of guesses as to what has happened to the smelt. My theory on it is there's a family of seals that live in, the, in these rivers that are eating. I'm going to do some skipping just because I my favorite part right here. Oh, goodness. You no fish. You're going to love this part. For NHPR News, I'm Dave Kellum. And I'm Clay Groves. My favorite part. For NHPR News, I'm Clay Groves. So I thought, man, if I could just one day say 
For NHPR News, I am Clay Groves. I've made it. And we got to say it about six times. Made six stories for them and sold it, right? And now everyone thinks they've heard my podcast because they've heard public radio. They're in the car driving around. Hey, that's Clay. And they call me. Clay, I heard your podcast. Really? What episode? I don't know. You're talking about smelt for NHPR News. I'm like, yeah, that's not a podcast, you <laughs> jerk. <laughs> well, they don't know. I, You know, education is a, is a, is a heck of a thing, right? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and, well, I, I, I go back to remembering a story from uh, Steve Swanson, who does mm-hmm. the Muppet the Muppet cast yes. back in, you know, I don't know. It started in what, or the mid two thousands. Uh, and you know, they, he, he was like, Oh, I, I recorded my first episode. And like, somebody was like, Oh, I listened to your, your, your podcast. That was awesome. So are you, are you ever going to like do another one? And he's like, yeah, it's like a weekly thing. <laughs> like, we're going to do another one. It's a one-off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's not just a one-off recording. So, well, if you do a weekly show and do it one time, it's a one episode series. You are now consistent. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see, we got we got some comments here. I want right, to get let's, in let's on. Jane uh, says, "Also, uh, awesome." Was wondering how shared audio was working on Streamyard. I didn't get it working the other day. Uh, yeah, basically, when you hit share screen, you got to click that little checkbox in the bottom left hand corner of that box to share your audio uh let's see lou says you guys need to start up a fishing tourney uh so that's some more money you could uh dump <laughs> dump into it oh my god i have some ethical problems <laughs> i have I, I my problem too with being a fisherman i'm a fisherman with like huge ethics and so i hate fishing tournaments uh, I, they're oh, awful wow. they are awful i hate them i'm sorry i can't do it <laughs> maybe you can make an ethical one. Oh, I, well we've actually Social been discussing one that Someone, like a social media based one where it's not everyone like conjured in one little area trying to basically destroy the population. No, of, you're totally uh, right. I think I think I, I I would like to see something like. I mean, I'm not a fisher, but I would like to see, see something like that. Joe uh, ja, Joe says Jenny mm-hmm. says uh, Joe. I want I want to get you on my live to go deeper on making online events. Uh, it's this week's workshop, and honestly, you're becoming the king of it. Well, I I appreciate that. Uh, True story. I, I am trying to take it all the way to the bank. Uh, <laughs> there, <laughs> Lou says you need to get uh, big politicos out on the water and catch them up. I'll try. I've I've been inviting uh, presidential candidates out to go ice fishing now for the last four years, and they they the only one who's want to come with me are uh, libertarians who are free staters, and I don't find them that interesting. I, so. <laughs> Yeah, as opposed to the hardline um, party drawing, you know, party party people. Oh, I'll tell you what, I would take anyone ice fishing and tell a story about them. The uh, they they just, <laughs> but the people who get on the news, the people who care about, don't want to come ice fishing. Uh, but I would have taken Donald Trump ice fishing or or Bernie Sanders ice fishing or any of those guys because it would have been interesting. Even if I don't like them, it would have been really interesting. Oh so. yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, Joe, I like everybody I've ever met. I've never oh. met a human I don't like. I, I like wow. everybody immediately. See, it's my curse. Better than I am. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like people sometimes after I meet them, but my immediate reaction to everyone is I like them immediately. So, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. We're on the same, we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, Brent says, great combo, guys. Got to run. Do my own live with a professional mini golfer. That That's is- not a thing. Story. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that. That is. Yeah. Cool. I did see a picture of that. They're talking about like so, something something mini golfer. That's pretend. Uh, Lou says catch and release. Yes. <laughs> and Tim says have a political fishing contest. Most fish gets elected. That's true. That's true. I love Tim. <laughs> I I you know I'm sitting here thinking I'm I'm listening to you talk Clay and I'm wondering, you know, and I know you've talked. I think you've talked about this. Um. Maybe during your talk, mm -hmm. you, you had questions or something about um, looking at doing more niched related stuff. So yes. like the ice fishing nerds or the mm -hmm. ice fishing nerds or, uh, you know, the the tournament fishing nerds or, mm -hmm. or tournament nerds and and things. Like, I mean, obviously, you have problems with fish tournaments, but you know what i'm saying like niching it to that to bring people up to the fish nerds like, to, well, like so so i grab so, them and so let me help you with that so the fish nerds podcast is like a magazine right so there might be different chapters in one episode so it might have a news story or two then we'll do a story about someone in the fishing industry then we might talk about giant squid sperm and how they can get injected into your tongue your tongue can get pregnant that's a thing joe that that's happens a that's a real thing your tongue, your tongue like not, not my tongue one's tongue can get squid sperm stuck inside of it and you can have pregnant squid tongue syndrome that's a thing so like 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 squid could start to be birthed out of your tongue you're gonna have tongue babies joe it's oh, awful wow. it's a real thing happens all the time so i don't go in the water <laughs> but but anyway so like i i've often thought it would be really fun to do spin-off shows so we could do if just a fish in the news podcast. So it's just fish news or just a fish nerds product review uh, podcast or just a fish nerds fly fishing only podcast. Yeah. So yeah, all these fun. potential spinoffs. It can work for fish. I'm telling you. Yeah. Do the niche thing. Go yeah. deep. Go hard, especially right now while while I have time. <laughs> yeah. Not lots else is going on. So this is this is the perfect time to like do that, right? It is. I, it, I I made the mistake, Joe, of teaching my kids uh, to podcast, and now they're making a podcast about chickens where they tell chicken jokes to chickens, and it's more <laughs> popular than my show. Like, <laughs> isn't it, isn't it your feelings? like I don't know. I, <laughs> I you know what? I I could say the same thing about my daughter. She her yeah. her show Ava Enters uh, has her. She only has like three videos, so I have like three more I need to edit. But she only has three episodes, and each of those have more views than most of. Not every video. I mean, I have a thousand videos on YouTube, but like. A good chunk of my content <laughs> has less views than her three videos. Yeah, well, we didn't we didn't get there, but everything I've ever done on YouTube has been a failure. So, <laughs> so it might, and you know, the problem is, Joe is like you're cute. Like I think you're a good looking human, but your oh, daughter's like super cute, right? I know. It's way cuter than me for sure. Yeah, there's no contest. So there's no, that's why that's happening. It's not your fault. You can't genetic. Nice about me, Clay. You don't have to be yeah. nice. To me. I'm always nice to you, Joe. <laughs> Look, just because I got your sticker doesn't mean you got to be nice to me. Yeah, well, you're a leader in the industry, so I have to. I'll never be able to speak at a conference again. You'll <laughs> you'll blacklist me. You'll be you and Jared Easley and Chris Canistos. None of those guys will ever talk to me again. Yeah, don't, don't let, don't, Jen, don't let him speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something fishy going on. There it is. That happens all the time. Uh, yeah, so I... What what is there before we wrap up here? Because we usually only run an hour, and I don't want to 
take any of your time there, Clay. Uh, I got I got some DJing to go do after this. Yeah, uh, on live stream. So if you you know for the after party, uh, <laughs> what uh, is there any other things that you're? Uh, oh, Jenny's got to run. She's uh, hosting the Sound Girls meeting. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Have fun, Jenny. Yeah. Uh, is there any other any other things that you you're thinking that flopped in your social media? Effort? Well, not social media. There's been some live. There's been live events that I've I've done thinking that I was going to do a great job with, and so like I did a uh, there was a uh, New England New England there was a the uh, what was it the uh, I can't remember what it's called but there was a conference I went to where their speaker didn't show up and they said can the Fishers come and make a live podcast there now here's the problem with live podcasting I can go and record a podcast in front of a live audience I don't have the equipment to project my voice to that live audience. So we recorded a great show that the audience in front of us couldn't hear a word of. So that was a big huh. failure. So we couldn't have we weren't technologically there with the PA system to make it a good live show. Uh, we've also done events like at like meetups where one person shows up or a presentation where you're doing like an hour long presentation and you get an audience of two and there's two like 80 year old people who will never in a million years listen to a podcast so we've had like a number of those kind of events happen (laughs) you know what i mean look you take you take what you can get sometimes but it it is it is disheartening heartening that sometimes our work and i think that that speaks to all podcasters um that sometimes our work goes underappreciated um you know pretty easily um gets overlooked sometimes well it does joe but it's not a negative thing like so for me like yeah, i'm a, I, used, yeah. I used to be a science teacher right and and one thing i teach kids about learning is life is failure everything you do you're going to fail until you don't and if you don't mind that piece of things you're going to win in the end because i fail at almost everything I ever do the first 25 times I do them. And then all of a sudden something happens where I stop failing at it. And that's what I want people to realize is like, just because we're talking about our failures doesn't mean we didn't learn from those failures and get better at things. Failing is how we get good at stuff. And I love failing. I love talking about failing. I don't get bummed out about it. I just go like, mark, mark, mark. And I move on to the next thing and try to make it better. So that's kind of my attitude on failing. I don't mind it one bit. Well, I think it's important for us to think about like what the goal is of what we're trying to accomplish. And I mean, doing all those, those things, you know, for Boston, uh, we said Boston public radio. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's, that's incredible. But the thing is, is like, that doesn't put food on the table, right? Like you can't eat that MP3 file. That sounds awesome. And was, I assume was lot, it was live at one point, Mm -hmm. but that moment's gone. I mean, like, just like uh, you know, was just uh, my my footage was just on CNN's website this this past week, right? For my for my sister's company, mm-hmm. uh, for her photography business. But like, like okay, am I going to go adding the CNN logo to my website now? And like, what difference does that really make? Like, yeah, I put the link there; it's cool, but like, I can't eat that. And no, like, no one's going to like be like, oh man, you were your footage is on CNN. Like, I gotta hire you, like. Well, I did put I did put New York Times on my header on my Facebook group and page. So now it's Fish Nerds Podcast and then in tiny letters as heard on and then New York Times, like because New York Times. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know, it's, uh, you know, 
it 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 is give credibility. I sure. I think that like I don't know. There's so many things that we, like growing up that we were like, you know, it'd be so cool if like we did this, like we did this thing, or or we were on that show, or we mm-hmm. were blah 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 blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember asking my great grandmother like, wouldn't it be so cool if I was on on guts like growing up? Like, how cool would that be? Like. But there was like no, like there was no chance I was gonna be on there. I was not, I was not that uh, athletic or anything like that. And uh, Lou says you're a better man than most Clay. I no. told Nita, how are you? Good morning. Um, morning. She well, must be in Australia. Uh, no, she is. Uh, man, I forget what country it is, but far it's away. Not. She's not that close. Um, <laughs> yes. So. So yeah. So I. Um, you know, I, you just gotta understand like what the the goal is, and then try to utilize that to to your your benefit as much as possible. Because like, you know, you could be on like the like I, I like my one of my here's one of my goals, right? I'm gonna put this out there. I want to be on uh, on on Good Morning Philadelphia, like for no other reason than just to be able to say like, hey, I was on there, like it was cool, like I I got to experience that's, it. Joe, that's I got- easy. I can help you with that. I can get on any I can get on any news I want to get on. That's easy. I can I'll, I'll coach you. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, let's make that happen. Because right yeah. now they're literally this is how they're this is how they're producing their morning content like this. Yeah. It's like this. Like it's just a bunch of talking heads all sitting next to each other. I'm like, I'm a talking head. I can talk all day like this. Let's yeah. And they're looking for stories that are not COVID 19 related right now. So do something that's bitching and get on there. So, well, I mean, we're doing the virtual conferences, uh, we're, you know, trying to bring people together. Um, I have some, some other ideas, uh, but right now, uh, Indonesia. Oh gosh. She is, I, she is the future. Yes. Uh, the future there. I hope COVID-19 is gone by now. Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) all get back to somewhat normal lives, Um, a little distance, you know, like not up, like hugging and high-fiving everybody like we once were uh and handshake handshaking you know if i if i had to lose handshaking i'd be okay would you be okay clay i'm fine See, it's weird i always like i find myself shaking hands with people and i judge them on their handshakes right so like you get the dead fish handshake we're like oh that sucked or you get like the really firm like the guy who's trying to show you how strong he is and it hurts and you're like well that sucks and then there's yeah. like it's all these in-between handshakes and you don't know how hard you're supposed to squeeze their hand or how long you're supposed to shake their hand. Um, it, it's a bizarre, bizarre thing that we've been trained to do, and it does nothing for us. <laughs> yeah, it just makes us all sick and afraid to leave our house. And, Pretty uh, much. Yeah. You know, listening to Linus from Linus Tech Tips, he's like, yeah, I haven't been sick in a year and a half. He's no, I stopped doing it. I stopped touching my face. I stopped shaking hands. Yeah, I, I can't did. stop touching my face. I have a hard time. I try my best not to, but it's so hard not to. So I just make sure that I'm constantly cleaning, washing my hands, being cognizant of what I'm wiping down and what I'm touching. Mm -hmm. I'm like 40% germaphobe. I'm not all the way there, but I'm like, uh, you know. I'm I'm growing into it. Joe, if you've ever touched my face, you'd want to keep touching it. I'm telling you, it is delightful. (laughs) (laughs) Best, best feeling. Feels so nice. Soft. You put some product in that face. Oh, I don't use any product. I am naturally beautiful. So yeah. 
Uh, she said, not going yet, starting to grow. So everyone is crazy about it because uh, in a developing country, people also can't eat if they don't go out every day to work. Not all can work from home. Yeah, that yeah, you know, it sucks. I mean, that's a problem here. You know, like we have people that that uh, like just like three months ago, like, hey, you can't make $15 an hour. Now we're all replying. You know, we're all depending on the people yeah. that. Pay him more now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, like yeah. that's a whole other topic for a whole other show. Yeah, we could do an hour on that, Joe. But that's that's we, no we, fun. Totally, yeah, exactly. It's not as fun as the uh, this discussing the failures of our promotional ideas. Yeah. Uh, here's an here's something I I wanted to do. I, so my my dad was like, hey, I could help you with our trucks. We could put like a banner, like a poster for your podcast on the, like the back of the truck. Yes. Down. So I was like, yes, but he didn't like what I had to say about it. <laughs> cause I was like, cause I was, it was, at the time I was doing the dreamers podcast and it was primarily motivational, inspirational, that kind of thing. Right. So at the time I was like, um, something along the lines of, and, and don't quote on the, the wording exactly, but if something along the lines, like, you, you know, you're stuck in traffic right now because you're, you're not living your dream. Um, and you know, it sucks or something. Oh, that. no, Joe. And then, and he was like, yeah, I'm not putting that in the back of my truck. And I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. I want, you got to make people feel something. Right. And that's right. That the, even if they even if they hate you for it. I mean, there's people I watch that I love to hate. Right. That's how we get the bad guys and the bad girls in the movies and the TV shows. Right. You, you love to hate them. So you got to move the needle on people. Um mm-hmm. And and generally, I like to make them like me, but at the same time, like it, you got to make them feel something, or they're not going to feel moved to want to like pull out their phone while they're sitting in traffic. Uh, you know. So oh, did you ever did you ever come to a point where you? Hang on, John. Did you ever come to a point where you guys could pick? Where you agreed on terms and got a logo up there, or did you just never agree nope. on it? Nope, never. No. Nope. Oh, you're never. so stubborn. I yeah you're right you're you're, you're, you're fucking right <laughs> you're right you're right you're right Clay That's I am right. I I you know what but now I think if I um if I had the opportunity now I mean he doesn't have the the trucking company anymore but if I had the opportunity now I think I have more of a game plan this was really early on when I still didn't quite know where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do and all that so it was it was. I mean, you're going back to like 2014 and back in the day. Yeah. Well, it's quickly becoming back in the day. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. Uh, Clay, is there, is there any last thoughts you'd like to wrap up with before I, uh, well, I, I, I'm, I'm just, just going to repeat the idea that failure is not a bad thing. Failure is the most important thing you can do when taking on anything new, be open to failing, when you fail, who cares? Fail and then do it again and then fail spectacularly. Like just keep on failing until you don't. That's just everything. And um, that's, it's, it's as simple as that. You guys, everyone fails for the longest time. You know, anytime you ever hear about like anyone, that guy came out of nowhere and now he's a superstar. They didn't. They failed for years and then blew up. So keep on going. Uh, Ania says, is indie PodCon only for podcasters who have podcast and listeners already? No, it is absolutely for all podcasters of wannabe podcasters, 
bringing your ideas and you, you're like, I think I want to do this thing. This That's what we're for, man. We're for the independent people who want to have their voice heard and help and move other people. Clay, that was uh, beautiful, by the way. I mean, I always say, like, if you're not learning, then you're not growing. And if you're not growing, then you're dying. So don't die. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the goal, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of failures, uh, Tack Van Sickle just joined the, uh, oh, what's up, Tack? the chat. Tack makes the uh, makes the a Brady Bunch podcast where he's watching every episode of the Brady Bunch and critiquing it. It's <laughs> the worst show ever, and I love it so much. Like it's it's so good. It's the worst idea that you can't stop getting in on. So it's a it's a great show. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. All right, it's been a while yeah. since I've seen his name pop up. Yeah. I hope I hope you're doing well, Tack. Yeah, he used to make the Twisted Ten podcast, which is my absolute favorite podcast of all time, and I miss it so much. I think I so. met Tack because of through Blab. I think it, I don't quite remember yeah. how I met Tack, but yeah, uh, yeah, he did that podcast with two other people, um, and I, I'm blanking on their names right now. It was like a yeah. husband and wife. Uh, yeah, and I knew it yesterday, but I've been drinking beer today. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> And this is failures. I had a lot. Now is the time to be successful. It absolutely is the sure. time to be successful, Anita. This this uh this is where the, the cream rises to the top, right? Mm -hmm. Through through the punches in the face. And that's that's what we gotta <laughs> do as as leaders, as podcasters, as you know, people who lead uh, in our niches in our industries. That's that's what we're supposed to be doing, right? Not just cowering down. Now, with that said, I need to put out more episodes of my my flagship show dreamers podcast which is going to be rebranded as the super joe pardo show very very soon i have new artwork coming actually i could show that or should i show yeah, that show it, show it. i mean we're here it's not done yet it still needs some it still needs some uh some tender loving care there uh but my boy larry roberts is is handling the business for me here uh so this is this is the artwork uh so far you look like a chef i you know <laughs> everybody with a, with a button-down shirt right like yeah. that's what um joe i've never seen you in a button-down shirt that's not you you gotta put on a t-shirt you probably wouldn't yeah but the yeah. problem well here's the thing though so we're going uh i'm working with with karen uh yankovich and we're going after uh these these corporate businesses uh to these corporate these corporations uh as as a corporate uh virtual event strategist mm -hmm. so do you want to hire the guy in the t-shirt or you want the guy that looks like he's dressed up as a chef uh, i i think you need something yeah. different i i don't know that's the wrong picture. right right isn't it it's hard well it's oh, you not think the right picture like it's you're right, right you're right you're right not the t-shirt but the white shirt wrong also. It's actually not. It's not a white shirt. It's not coming or, up. Is it off white? Um, <laughs> have, you, have you ever been like your wife tells you go to the store and buy white paint, and you realize there's like three hundred shades of white paint? I think it's a actually a pink shirt. It doesn't look pink. I um hold on, I'm gonna look up the original because I think I think uh, Larry had did some magic on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see, headshots. Oh God. <laughs> Anita uh, says, "Let's call it the podcast kitchen chef." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know my, uh, my the guy I was working with on this uh, on the top with Super Joe Pardo said the same thing about the, I think that exact uh -huh. uh, picture. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm having a hard time finding it. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? 
there's just so many pictures here oh here it is um yeah it's definitely not pink or it's definitely not white it's pink okay yeah so uh it looks white to me ah <laughs> uh, it ain't white I, that, that ain't white it's well, like you want to go viral Do you remember that purple that blue dress that was on facebook for years and people would yell about what color that dress is uh, black or black or gold or yeah black. this is your viral moment joe yeah what color because, yeah what color do you see here and people will go nuts arguing about what color that is because i only see white <laughs> do you only see white yeah it's white that's totally not white uh, what color is it it's purple with no like it's not lines. I'm it's not purple. Yeah, it's like a purple pink shirt. No, that's because they have a gray wall behind you. It's weird. No, I, I got the shirt upstairs. If I had it right behind me, I, could have it. <laughs> I don't have it right here. Right now. Yeah, I almost never wear button down. I'm wearing I'm wearing a taco talking shirt right now. That's a better shirt. Let's taco about Tuesday. Let's, let's <laughs> taco. Yeah, let's taco about Tuesday. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it's can't say because the mic but yeah let's talk about tuesday and that actually is uh eric uh patrick eric patrick thomas uh his shirt he 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 designed the shirt i absolutely love that guy uh if eric if you're watching uh please say something in the chat but i haven't seen you today i saw that you were live when we were live earlier you know like an hour ago but um but yeah so so i don't know but i I, like i like so I think that the lo- I told him I think the logo's got to do something because I feel like it's kind of jarring. Uh, I think I'd like to see like the super and the show be a little bit bigger, um, and that needs to be a skyline of Philly, not random skyline. Yeah, we got the wrong. I mean, everything's wrong, Joe. Oh, everything's not wrong. It's just everything. You know. It's a failed logo. Sorry. Uh, I'm well, just kidding. I mean, <laughs> oh, the other ones. Oh, oh no, that's, that's worse. Yeah, that's worse. That was not done. It's uh, like a home improvement show by <laughs> Joe Pardo. <laughs> you got my backdrop, like for my my like vacuum behind you. Uh, there's this one that I should be like, like floor car, cleaner. Like yeah. a, no, I thought it was like a car, like a oh. car show. <laughs> Super like, Joe, well, wash your floors. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the first one. It's got a real '70s vibe to it. Um, so in here you can kind of see that the shirt is definitely pink, Orange. right? Nope. Oh, orange, uh, orange, <laughs> and it says "sup" s u p behind you. <laughs> it doesn't work. Idea says, "You know, I call Ross live stream God because he has live stream universe." Ross Thor. <laughs> well, I love Ross Brand. He's awesome. I don't know him. You don't know Ross Brand? I thought I knew everybody. I thought I was in the know, but I guess I'm not that cool. I think. At least one of the two, uh, maybe both. I think both uh, conferences. Look, I mean, so this is my current. Uh, mm. Well, I mean, it says Dreamers Podcast at the top, but like that's what currently my my artwork looks, looks like. So it's not great. Um, you maybe know. your face doesn't belong on the cover art. D- you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can turn them on and saying how oh, you know, you can do wear a superman outfit yeah i i'm not a big fan of, of superman um oddly enough uh plus the cold cape thing like we've been watching the incredibles for the first time i love it uh, my daughter had never seen it before so we, we watched it on a movie night because that's when we watch new movies is movie night we get pizza and sit down and watch a movie that we haven't watched yet and uh they they made the whole big thing about no capes because the capes you know get stuck on things and end up like getting people whacked uh super show. yeah so i i don't know i'm not a big thing of the the, the that uh so I don't, I don't know you're right though maybe my face doesn't belong on it 
I, I, or needed need to be on it. I, I, I think you might be be on to something there. Maybe. I don't know, Joe. What do I know? I, I don't know either. I don't know either. Uh, well, we'll work it out, Larry. Uh, we're we're gonna get we're gonna get through this together. Um, so all right. So any any other last thoughts you'd like to? Since it's been like fifteen minutes, I Joe. I think that was the longest goodbye I've ever had. So, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is this is, nor- is normal stuff for me. Uh, all right. So I I'm gonna wrap it up here. Uh, you should totally join us April twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Uh, for the free live virtual social media promotion for podcasting conference. I you know, stop you for a second. Hang on. Jim. All right. Huh? Hang yes. on. So I, I think it's really important to note, by the way, there's a lot of Fish Nerds fans listening right now. I'm seeing their names popping up like crazy. Who People who run small businesses and do other things. Those people will also benefit from this virtual live social media promotion conference. So it's not just for podcasters. It's targeted audience podcasters, but... The stuff you're going to learn at this are going to help anyone who does social media. So it's really going to be some good stuff. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't don't be sorry. No, hi, fish nerds people. Thank you for for jumping in and watching. And uh, would love to have you uh, join us. It's totally free. All you need to do is just join this group, uh, the Independent Podcasters Group. Or if you're really not into podcasting, or or think you might be into into the podcasting thing, uh, you'll be able to watch right below. You'll be able to just click the click the play button and start watching the video uh, live stream from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Eastern daylight time on April 25th. Here's what I do, Joe. I put it on my iPhone and I put my headphones in and I go out and do yard work. I listen to the speakers while I'm doing other things. You don't have to sit in front of your computer if you don't want to. You can do other stuff and stream it in your ear holes. And then your brain will be bigger at the end. Two sizes guaranteed. (laughs) <laughs> and I heard so many people say, you know what I did? I took my iPad, I put it on the iPad, and I just moved the iPad around the house with me as, a, as the day went on. Mm-hmm. So I constantly, not only did I get to see the chat, uh, I got to like watch it when I just looked over mm-hmm. at it. And it was a great way to to be to get involved. And if you want to get involved, and if you uh, are interested in speaking, we we are taking speakers until April 17th at 8 8- Excuse me, at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, you can go and click the speaker button there. Or if you want to sponsor, if your business wants to get in front of uh, po- mostly podcasters and small, probably entrepreneurs. Uh, we, I mean, last the last one we just did had 1,700 views so far on Facebook, uh, which is uh, quite a bit. It's not the most views I've ever gotten on a Facebook video, but it, that's it's definitely up in the top 10. But different, Joe, uh, is highly engaged people. Like the people who are watching this are super engaged. It's not like, a passive audience. This is an audience who really wants the content and is involved in the content. It's a really good audience. Yeah, I thank you. And I appreciate that. I mean, you're part of that audience. So that Oh yeah, you. I love this stuff. Yeah. So if you want to get your message in front of those audience, starting at just $75, you can what? do That's free, Joe. You're giving it away. Well, I mean, it's it's it yeah, I am. Cuz you know why? Because businesses need it right now. Mm-hmm. They need to get their name in front of other people because this is that time to do it. I mean, I talk about this stuff on the Business Geeks podcast. Uh, we, you know, we just talked about the like literally, I think on Monday, uh, we talked about the fact that you need to be getting your business name in front of people because all you have is time right now. Yeah. yeah so if you're, not, you're not operating, <laughs> right? Yo, oh, gee, thanks, Clay. 
if you're not operating right now, all you got to time uh, is time to market your show. And in your case, Clay, create those niche podcasts. Build the horse network of fishes. I should. You know, Glenn the Geek has told me that so many times. Like yeah. he, he sends me messages all the time. He goes, Clay, you're not doing the things. And I'm like, yeah, I have jobs. And now I don't have jobs. So right now, yeah. take advantage, man. Take Ooh, advantage. I got gardening to do and you know, chickens to raise. Gardening. That's not fishes. That's- I know. I'm, I've got to feed my family without going to the supermarket. Joe, I ran out of deodorant a week and a half ago. Oh, boy. Like, I am awful to be around right now. You don't have Amazon Prime up there? <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like, it, have, have you tried order from Prime this week? Uh, I haven't. I just got. I, I, yeah, how do you think the Stream Deck just got here? Oh my god! I ordered. I ordered a a new camera fourteen days ago for my computer. So I get webcam. Oh, yeah. uh, they're, they're all back ordered. Every single one of them. And, yeah. 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 I know. I know. I know. Certain things are uh, really insane. Like I wanted to buy a uh, a cam link from Elgato so I could hook up a. Uh, one of my DSLRs to my computer as a webcam, as a high quality webcam. I will mm-hmm. get that. I will get there, but it probably won't happen until like the middle of May. So, and until then, you got this camera, which this camera yeah. isn't terrible, you, but you look good. Oh, thank you. You look great too. Well, this is how I look in real life. I am very blue. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what you get from being underwater with the fishes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Aeneas has one question for Clay. When you are failed, and uh, do you try it again or just leave it and do another thing? Oh, fun fact. I've never learned a damn thing from my mistakes. I just do the same things over and over again. I just keep going. It's good time to keep rolling with you, right? Yeah, no. Usually I, I retry and I make I make small incremental changes to try and see if it's something small I'm doing wrong. And in, in most cases, I fail multiple times at the same task. And realize the task itself is the problem, not the small changes I'm making within the task. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, t- I mean, you didn't ask me, Anita, so I guess my opinion doesn't matter. But no one cares, I, Joe. I clearly, <laughs> that's okay. I'll just answer it anyway. Uh, yeah, we, we, uh, you know, I, I, I do try things over and over again. Um, it's one of the reasons that. Uh, I kept podcasting after like no one was listening in the beginning because technically that was a bunch of small failures. Uh, you know, that's why I keep keep writing books because uh, you know I haven't had my New York Times bestseller yet. Um, it's why I I don't know. To me, I I just love the challenge. You know, like I I like I uh, for a while there, and I, and I want to get back to it. But since Don was born, I stopped playing hockey. And one of the one of the refs once told me, Joe, you were so terrible at this. You should you really should think about stopping and just stop playing. And at that point, I had been playing for like probably like three or four years. I mean, I didn't grow up playing hockey like a lot of the people I'm playing against or anything like that. But the point being is, is I was like, why? I was like, to me, it's if if I was that good at this, I I wouldn't be playing here. I would go <laughs> and B. It's not a challenge, so it wouldn't be as much fun. Like that's part of the fun is failing at the things that you're doing because those are the lessons come from, right? Yeah. When you win at everything, what like what what unless you were like super, um, like like you're you're 
analytical in what is going on around you, you're never going to stop and pause and be like, hmm, I wonder why that really worked. Was it me or was it like the boatload of money that like my family gave me to make it work? To make you know to make it to make it a thing. You just yeah. don't, you don't know these things. You know this you, comes you, up in fishing all the time. A million dollars, like it just yeah. happens. This is like the most common fishing thing we see. So there are places you can fish where you can catch a hundred fish in two hours, and then people go, "Yeah, that's nice," but I'm going to go fly fishing in a remote trout stream and try to find the hardest fish to catch with the weirdest looking fly, and make the challenge out of the same sport. So you can get the easy way, or you can get the ways that force you to fail more and challenge yourself more. And then you get actual skills. Failing is where skills come from. It's no one's yeah. born good at stuff. Yeah, no, I'd yeah. agree. So, all right. So I gotta, I gotta give this shout out, uh, because this episode is brought to you by Podbean live Podbean. Podbean's live stream is a unique platform for turning your platform, your platform, your podcast production into a live show. And it's open to any podcaster on any hosting site. Easily invite multiple co-hosts and guests to join the live stream, earn money from live show ticket sales and get listener rewards and engage your audience in new and exciting ways. Ready to get started? Clay, you ready to get started? Oh, damn right. Oh wait, hold on. You're you're you're, 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 you're right. right. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh yeah. So I'm I'm re- I'm ready to get started. Sign up today at www.podbean.com slash live. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash live. Uh, again, I want to apologize for not having all the speakers lined up for September. Uh, How but dare I, you. I know, I know this thing that has got me. I don't even know if we're going to have a in-person event in September, but um, I hope we do. It, I'm still somewhat hopeful, even though it's kind of naive uh, at this point, but we'll see. Um, uh, next week's guest is Tim Bryan. I love Tim, and I'm so glad that I don't like that guy. I don't want him on. He's not welcome. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I like Tim. (laughs) Tim is Tim is is awesome. Uh, I'm I'm just jealous of someone else that you like. That's all. Jealous of someone else. Oh, that isn't you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, oh well, you can't like two guys. I'm your man. You you love me. You Clay, you are, and we're gonna talk (laughs) about uh, getting getting on Good Day Philadelphia after this. All right. All right, bro. Uh, everybody, have a great, safe week. I hope you and your families uh, continue to stay safe, continue to be able to get food, uh, and continue to be able to <laughs> live some kind of life. That I guess this is for the and you know, hope, you, hope you're, you're eating food. <laughs> well, like you know, Clay, we're really lucky, right? Because we're, we we're in our like 80s or 90s, where it's like, how many more Easter's are we gonna get, right? How many more days with the with the whole family are we gonna get? And right. we're literally being stripped of that time now um yeah it really stinks and it, it, it and does but i get a lot of time with my family that i'd never had before like i am my oh, daughters and i are we're baking together every day we are walking together every day i'm spending time with my kids i've never thought i'd get so it, it's a lot of i'm being given a gift in a lot of ways that is that is awesome, and I, and I have too because my son actually calls for me now instead of just <laughs> mommy, 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 mommy. So, like, I'm uh, working. I'm, I'm working in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Anita, what, you are video games? joining us. 
All right. With that said, I got to get me some outro music and intro music for this show. Finally, after like, I don't know, four years of doing this show, not having any because it was just easier to not have any of that. So uh, I got to I got to pick some like I got my super my super uh, Joe Pardo show intro here. I can play, which uh, I still love. And now I can actually do it live. Do it live. Like, Like, yeah. All right, everybody, we're out of here. Uh, See you next week, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time uh, here on the IndiePod podcast. Awesome.